Yes, it is Sports Day. We've talked golf for the first half an hour, and now it's time to talk one of my favourite subjects, the AFL footy record, which has a long and proud history. And I want your calls. Give us a buzz, 0300 736 736, or the temper text machine is 0433 98 1116. What do you want to see in the footy record in 2024? Let's go to Tony in Belfield before we get to our next guest. Tony, what's your favourite footy record memory? G'day, Tom. Uh, back in the old days when they were really small, I used to love how they actually had the reserves team back. Uh, they'd have every player on your list. And a lot of clubs don't keep records of every single player that's ever been allocated a number if they haven't played a, a senior game. So looking back in historical sense, I'm a real numerology person. Sometimes <laughs> those old records from the late 70s and early 80s is the only way you can define who wore what number in what year for players that never actually managed to play a senior game. So for me, it's a really good tool. And have you kept those records? I certainly have, yeah. <laughs> How many do you reckon you have? Oh, I've probably got a, about three dozen, but they're, they're pretty much mostly Geelong games, unfortunately. Oh, nothing wrong with that. Really appreciate your call, Tony. And bang on, you want a Pataki ham? It simply wouldn't be Christmas with, without a Pataki ham. Actually... Why don't, no, no, let's, I've changed my mind. You've won some golf. 18 holes of golf for you and a mate with a cart. Get 18 holes of golf with two for drinks and a cart midweek for just $99. Visit clubmandalay.com.au. We'll give a bataki ham to someone else. I reckon you're going to... What if w- he wants the bataki? Nah, I reckon he wants the golf. I reckon little birdie told me he wanted the golf. So Tony's got the golf. Um, this is big, Coons, because some news broke yesterday, which some of you may have missed, but some of you may have seen on Twitter. If you didn't see it, the AFL record has a new chief editor. His name is Ashley Brown, and you'd recognise his voice from Sports Day throughout the year. And before he pops off um, on a much-deserved summer break, he's agreed to have a chat. Ashley, welcome. Hello, Tom. Hello, Coons. Good to be here. It's good to have you. So you are the new chief editor, is that what we call you? Of... Uh, editor will do. I'll call you the chief. Yeah, he wants to be called the chief. He said off here, <laughs> I'm known as the chief from now on, and that's it. Okay, so how did this, become, how did this come about, Ash? Well, Michael Lovett, who's... The legendary Michael Lovett, who's retiring after uh, he's been involved with the record for about 30 years or so, um, is stepping down. So I uh, stated my case to the powers that be upstairs and said, uh, <laughs> let me do the job. Uh, I've been the sort of senior writer for 10 years. So it was a logical next step for me. So uh, looking forward to stepping in and uh, keeping uh, the traditions of one of, the, one of the things that we love about going to the footy is grabbing a copy of the record and that'll be a big part of uh, what we want to do. Tradition is a wonderful thing, Ash. We understand that, but we also need to be innovative. What have you got for us? Are you going to come up with something, so th- something 3D where we put the glasses <laughs> on to bring a highlighter? What have you got? Well, playing around some ideas for next year, Coons. I mean, it's um, look, a lot of what is great about the record is what works. People like to go there, know who's playing, to write the scores down. And for it to be, a, and, and particularly for collectors, it's a, it's a record of the week. And we mm. try to make sure that everything that's happened in the week in footy is covered off in the record. So that's a couple of things. But we'll look at a, a, di- a stronger digital presence. And I think we'll have a bit of fun, a bit of some edgier covers and, and, and perhaps some, uh, a, a bit more, uh, so I'd like to be a little bit more controversial with the content. I mean, you can't Ooh. do too much when you the record, but certainly like yeah. to, what I want with the record is for people to say, I didn't buy the record and I heard there was some, something really good in there. Yeah. Got to make sure we can get it. one three hundred seven three six seven three six on the Harcourt's open line. Give us a call. What do you want to see in the footy record next year? I'm interested in, um, you've been a journalist for a long time now, Ash. I don't mean, not, don't mean to make you feel old, <laughs> but you've been a journalist for a long time and you've seen the way that the dig, digital age has changed the whole landscape. So the footy record is fundamentally uh, a magazine that you can read in hard copy and less than ever, Footy fans are reading hard copy 
news. They're reading it online, on their phones, on computers, on iPads, whatever else, on TikTok, on Instagram. How do you how do you how do you suppose that you're going to be able to fit in with that modern day footy fan? Well, I think it's the storytelling will be really important. Yeah. Um, just have a, create an experience for footy fans that is unique to when you actually pick up and buy it. I mean, you see so, so, uh, people like Eddie Maguire. You see, whenever you see a shot of Eddie Maguire. Or Gillian yeah. McLaughlin in the footy, they've got yeah. their scrunched up record. They do. Yeah, there's, Eddie does, doesn't there's he? There's still some value to it. So yeah. that's that's part of it. It's a challenge weekly. Look, print journalism's hard. Weekly print journalism is the hardest of all. Yeah. So there are a couple of challenges we need to we need to manage, but we'll work through as, as we go. Well, on. But we did very well. I see that we our sales went up by forty seven percent. So I think Why is that do you think? I just think well, we went back to the match day editions last year where it was one edition per game. Right. And I think people really like the fact that I barrack for Carlton or Collingwood, I don't want to see the St Kilda and Essendon teams in the record, I think it was more about the teams that are competing. And that's really important. Well, that was going to be my question. So on, on game day, they are still selling like hotcakes. They're selling pretty well. We were we had a couple of years where it was sort of retail during COVID and then back at the footy in 2022. But 2023, a bit like the game itself, Coons, it was a return to what people have liked about the footy for a very long time. And one of those was buying the record. Well, a message has come here from Big Roo. More kids stuff in the record every week. So how much... What percentage of the free record is going to be allocated towards, I don't know, kids under the age of 12, let's say? Well, there's a couple of pages every week. Plus, we, we know for a fact that to spot the difference is the players love the spot the difference. Really? Before they go. I yeah, used they, to love that as a kid. Yeah, no, they still like Do it they? now. And it's, we've got great pictures for AFL photos of players scaring the record as a group doing the, doing the spot the, the difference. But that's good feedback that uh, the kids are a big market of ours and we've got to be really careful to have good content for them. Every game of my AFL career, Ash, I would get yes. the footy record. I'd look at two things to see if I was still in the top five disposal getters for the club. <laughs> so you go and have a look at that because yeah. it's got the little highlights there and yeah. who's there and how many contested balls have I had. Yep, yeah. I'd look at that. And then you go straight to the last page. And before I did anything else, before I got changed or anything, uh, or did my warm-up, I had to spot every single difference and if I didn't I, w- I didn't play well really so it's one of those things and a lot of players do it we used to sit around and have a joke and uh, yeah so the spot the difference is one of the most popular things uh, for the players and I think the kids love it too so you have to keep that up I thought that'd be very competitive among the players as well first to f- get all first five to find buzz, you know, gets the coffee shouted the next week Coons I love it that's very good let's take a call Greg is in St Kilda West and he wants to talk about the footy record and you're in the right place because we've got Ashley Brown with us in the studio Greg welcome to sports day Hi, how are you? Well, thanks, Greg. Yes, well, my memories of the footy record, they were 10 cents. And my dad and I used to walk to the old South ground because I'm an old South Melbourne now Swan supporter. And I used to love writing down all the scores on the scoreboard. You'd have A, B, C, D, E, F. And you'd write them all down quarter by quarter. That was a big part of the record back in the day because the... The only way you could really, unless you had a transistor radio with you, the only way you knew the scores from the other grounds was by looking at the code in the record. A and B was always Waverley. C and D was usually Princess Park. G and H was always the MCG. Really? When did, the, when did the this rest, stop? Well, it stopped in the probably, when they stopped in concurrent games. I, I, I don't know for sure. I mean, Mick would know if he was with us. But uh, it'd be probably the late 90s, I suspect. Yeah. The, the value dropped. I vaguely, enough, I vaguely remember on the big screen the letters. Concurrent games anymore. The other thing, of course, was the race results. The race fields were a big part of the footy record for a long time as well. There's some good text messages coming through here. Um, a lot of people calling for more kids content, which they love. Um, but KP's in Sunshine talking about the footy record. KP, welcome to Sports Day. How are you, boys? Well, thanks. What do you got for us? Yeah, so um, I'm sort of on the same page of more kids stuff. I remember when um, me and my brother used to go 
back in the 90s, there was a Faces in the Crowd, and my brother got picked out one time, so they'd take a random photo of of somebody, and um, whoever's face, you know, obviously goes into the record the next week, you get, you know, you get looking at it, you get a big prize pack. That's uh, a great idea, Um Face of the crowd. I've, I bought my pen and paper here, by the way, Tom. So I'm taking, I'm taking, hmm. taking old-fashioned notes. notes. Not even with an iPad no, or a computer. I'm taking down <laughs> notes, but problem face. I mean, it's a great idea, but with, with the national game, you, don't, you you've got to be able to serve a prize pack to you know, yeah. different cities. But it's certainly worth noting. All ideas at this stage are good ideas. So thanks for that. What about this from the number ending in eight seven six? Oh, this is Craig in Reservoir. Uh, would like to see more champion data stuff, as there are a lot of stats freaks out there, and don't think they release as much as they could. What are your thoughts on stats, over-statifying the record? Well, we have a lot of stats already. We get a fairly good uh, – we have two or three pages of champion data stats as it is, but we're always on the lookout for more. So we'll uh, keep an eye out for what we're not getting and uh, we'll see what we can do. What about um, controversial stories? Have you, Give us an example. Have been, well, have you been involved in any? Can you think of one? Because generally the AFL record is pretty, you know, pretty straight, straight, straight bat sort yeah. of stuff. Is, has there been any controversy connected to the AFL record over the years? The only co- we had a couple of years ago, um, what was supposed to be Gil McLaughlin's exit interview, and he, I sat down with him at the end of 2022, and he sort of talked about his disappointment that the Patrick Cripps suspension had been overturned at appeal. Um, and that turned around to be a quick news story. That was a great news story, quoting the record, but a lot of people didn't believe it came from the record because <laughs> it appeared in the record. And the next day he was asked about it, and there was a piece in the record about uh, you saying Patrick Cripps shouldn't have, uh, shouldn't have been overturned. That can't be right because... Basically, because it was in the record. Yeah. And Gil, to his credit, doubled down and said, no, 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 what I stand by what I said. Really? But it was unusual for us to have that sort of impact for a news story. I'd love to have more, and it is a goal this year. As I said, if you want to try and grow the readership, you want to have those must-read stories that know what you can't read in the Herald Sun or Foxwoody yeah. or AFL.com, to have them in the record. So that's the plan to try and get a couple of those. So you're trying to push the boundaries as much as you can. So in an ideal world, the AFL is calling you up and saying, can, do we really need to publish this story? Well, that's what I'd like to get to. I mean, we're sort of we're not owned by the AFL anymore. We're obviously owned by here at SEN, yeah. but we still carry the AFL branding, AFL licensed products. So there's only yeah. so far that we can go. But I would like to see where how far I can go before getting some pushback. But we'll see how we go. We our brief has always been to celebrate the game, and that's the most important thing that we do. Jason in Mernda, footy record. What are your thoughts? Do you love it? Do you what do you want to see in 2024? Hey guys, how you going? Good, thanks. I've got a couple of things. First of all, I just want to say I, I love the old A5 size of the record. So the A4, I, I don't think is as well, well as good as what the A, old A5 used to be. But the suggestion I've got is a page with a couple of photos of players where the kids could maybe chase uh, autographs on the page and you know possibly cut it out or whatever, something along those lines. It's a really that's a great idea for autographs, and I'll I'll, I'll put that one down as well. But again, it's a bit difficult. The players sort of tend to troop off now, five eight minutes after a game, and and tend to do more the high fives and and take selfies than mm-hmm. pose for autographs. But give their boots away. Give, yeah. yeah, that's right. But uh, no, we'll, we'll we'll consider that. Maybe it's worth a couple of times a year putting an autograph section in for sure. More ideas coming through in the temp, uh, text machine zero four three three ninety eight eleven sixteen. What do you want to see in the footy record next year? Bring back the player Q and A. I feel like the player Q and A has been there. All the way through, hasn't no, it? No, the play profiles are there. We're actually starting to work on next year's. Oh, what am I? Some good questions. Shawshank from... Redemption in the play. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> any good questions that you'd like us to ask the players? I'm all ears because I've, I've, this uh, my job for next week is sit down and write the questions again. So, Interesting. Uh, I'm keen to know what the funders want to know. Oh, I'm keen to know how many copies the uh, Collingwood Premiers edition sold. 
uh, we're just about sold out. So <laughs> you can't get them anymore. Every fan got one. Every fan got one. Yeah. So uh, they were, they I don't know the figure, but we sold thousands of them in the days after the grand final. It was a very, very popular edition. From Tony and East Bentley, I would like to read a strong editorial double spread on a topic when appropriate, such as should Richard Goyder resign and why? So a big, strong editorial on the front every week is difficult, <laughs> but it would get the people buying, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, I've had a column for a couple of years, and uh, for the last few years I've written a column. And I, you know, probably the strongest opinions in the record were my, were my columns. Um, what was the strongest one you wrote? The strongest one I wrote would have been... Not Richard Goyder resigning. No, I, can't, I can't recall off the top of my head, but I've called for sort of the way the game has been played. I've called out to broadcasters and some clubs. Yep. I, think media, I had to go to the media policy a couple of times. Did you? Well, the AFL media the policy. The AFL media policy, what, making players need to be more accessible, which is what they're going to do this year. That's so, good. Uh, look, if there's something that needs to be called out, uh, we have done it in the past and we'll uh, do so again. On this day is, is something that um, people love as well. Um, is that going to be part of the footy record next year? Uh, there's, on this day, uh, we've got a, absolute, we've got 100 and, since 1912 we've been going, so we've got 111 <laughs> years of history we can draw back on. And I'm really keen to start going back to the old edition of the record and finding new, great big news events and great footy stories and how we covered them back in the day. Mm. How's your relationship with the media managers at AFL clubs? Um, because I imagine that it would be a tough task trying to get you know one or two players to, to actually sit down from every team, really, if you want um, to go that down that route with, um, with interviews to try and get into the AFL record each week. We're pretty good with the clubs. The clubs recognise the value of the record. You know, we're not the back page of the Herald Sun and we're not AFL.com, but they recognise that for, on a big occasion, a milestone game, Coons in particular... You rock up to the, to the game and there's a picture of a player from that club on the cover. Uh, it sells really well and the clubs see the value of it. So, no, great relationship with the clubs. We'll work for, uh, we can continue to work closely with them. This is from 704. Uh, hey, guys, the best thing about the old record was the player word find. I do love a good word Ooh. search, Ash. Word Square search. grid and player surnames were hidden. Always had to find low or eed. First thing I always did as a kid. <laughs> low or eed, yeah. Uh, Good, uh, good suggestion. Uh, we've got to source the people to do that, but I'm sure there are people out there who can do it. You so can do word searches online. You just put in the words yeah. and it does it for you. I know that because I've done it with my mates before. All right. Well, <laughs> there you go. We, if they're easily available online, uh, we'll bring a couple back this year. Uh, Nate in Brunswick, welcome to Sports Day. We're going to talk about the footy record. How you going, boys? Well, thank you. Yeah, I love the old the old school newspaper ideas. The word finds an awesome one. And um, maybe like, I don't know, like a buffs and bouquets, um, even personalisation of each one for the home team. So there's a little bit more, um, say, Geelong info if it's a Geelong game. Um, and the A5 ideas, so they're small and just different. They'll be things to hold on to, like I used to hold on to mine in the 90s. And... Um, yeah, uh, I really like the old school ideas, a bit more interactivity and less hit pieces and journalism and more actual, uh, yeah, interactive points. Uh, good suggestion. Yeah, A5 is interesting. We had a couple of people talk about that. I think we moved to A4 to make it more of a premium product in the mid 90s. Mm. Uh, so the AFLW Grand Final edition that we uh, sold on Sunday at Icon Park was back to the old A5. We do personalise. For the home teams, we t- tend to look at the home teams tend to have a bit more content usually than away teams. We'll hold back features usually for home teams. Make okay. sure it's the home team fans get it. Some clubs like to buy their own covers. Geelong is one that does that. And then um, and then they, they get some pages inside as well. So that's something that's a commercial deal we have with some, with some of the clubs who recognise when they're the home team, there'll be more of their fans there and therefore they, 
more than want to buy the record. Brett asks, why not do retrospective Q&A with past champs of clubs involved in the game? That You could easily do that. That leads me into the question, how many of these uh, pieces and these articles do you write weeks or months in advance in preparation for a particular game or a particular round? For During the season, we'll, we'll uh, write... So we're working on a four-week cycle. We'll try and flag four weeks out what the story is going to be. Grand final record will start pl- pl- plotting in February. That's a huge addition. That, that has to be done over the course of the year. Yeah. But I'm, I've already got the first four weeks sort of nutted out a little bit into what I think. Already organised. You only just got appointed yesterday. Really? What's going on? You must have had a heads uh, up. I've yeah. known for a little while what's going to happen. But I'm, yeah, we're sort of working on that. And that first, that opening round, as they call it, I mean, each of the four games would offer a really juicy mm. cover story in their own. So we're just trying to work out which is the, the sexiest at the moment. Mm. <laughs> is there a... Well, now you're a Hawks supporter. Ash, are you really allowed to say Hawks, that? Hawks, Hawks, Hawks Insiders? Hawks Insiders. A bit of Hawks Insiders, yes. But yes. Uh, go on, Coons. Will there be some Hawks Insiders action <laughs> sneak its way into the record, <laughs> do you think? Uh, I don't think. I'll try to keep the two separate. Come on, think, a bit of cross-promotion, yeah. Ash. You wouldn't be the first well, one. I think the Hawks are a good story, though, this year. At some stage, yep. they'll, uh, I think people would like to see about what's read about the rebuild and what Sam Mitchell's putting together then. But again, you've got to choose the right week. Maybe Easter Monday might be a good week to put the Hawks on the cover, Coons. What do you think? It's their one big game of the year. Yeah, I think that, well, hopefully they have a couple of uh, bigger ones. If you're a uh, glass half full Hawks supporter, you might get a game in September. I'm not, but um, <laughs> I'm not either, by, I'm not either <laughs> by the way. I think, <laughs> I think how, many pe- how many people are, uh, have you got working on this monster each week? Well, we've got production staff. Of, uh, we've got uh, we've got a Two designers, we've got a, a production manager and uh, a couple of sub-editors. We're changing the focus a little bit for the record this year. We're actually going to draw in a wider uh, pool of writers uh, instead of poor old same writer that was me doing it every week and sort of being in, uh, curled up in the fetal position by September. We're actually going to tap into some really good writers who are special specialists in teams and subjects and get them to involved in the record, which I think will freshen up a bit as well. You're going to see really good content every week by writers who, who know the subject matter intimately. How many footy records do you produce a week that get sold at grounds or get distributed around the AFL? Well, figures vary depending on the game and the crowd. We used to work on a figure of roughly one in 10 people who go to a particular game would buy a record. That's come down a little bit in the last few years, but you can yeah. sort of work at, uh, uh, sort of whittle it down from there. But if there's going to be uh, 80,000 people at the MCG for a, for a big game, we're going to print without, you know, so you have a two-minute trade take, you'd print between seven and 10,000 yeah. probably for, for people. To you don't get left day. short though, do you? We have been left short, and if the people out there we apologise for a couple of games this year, we, we let the, the putters down by not having enough copies of the record. We're going to be really strong this year, particularly around milestone games. Yep. We want everyone who goes to a big... And there's like, this year you've got several 300s. Scott Pendlebury's 400th. Dusty's yeah. 300th. Oof. On wow. those days, we will make sure there are enough records yes. for everybody because they are collector's items. And what about... There's a text message that's come through, which is really interesting. Is, will it be possible to buy the record on the AFL app and read it on your phone? Well, there's a rights agreement, unfortunately, between uh, the digital rights of the AFL are owned by the AFL through their Telstra agreement. Uh, yeah. That we there's certain boundaries, th- certain things we can't do digitally because of the rights agreement. But we're going to again look at what we are entitled to do and and push it accordingly. Mm. Why don't you just get an AFL record app, make your own? Well, we are online at aflrecord.com.au to as a subscription service, and some of our content we will be bringing across to sen.com this year as well. We're going to get some of our stuff back digitally on, on our own platform here at SEN. Ash, let's just, oh no, one more call here from Mark in Coburg. Mark, welcome to Sports Day. Hi, how are you? Well, thank you. How are you? Very well. Um, my idea would be some sort of 
collector card or something occasionally. It doesn't have to be every week, but some sort of card that may be autographed, like a golden ticket sort of thing. That It's a random thing that the kids would love. Great idea, and I've added to my list. We've, we, we've got good relationship with both the select people and the team's own people particularly the team's own people who've done our AFL record for kids and our kids' pages. So uh, that is something we'll look at for sure. Great idea. I'm going to train Chuck for a second, Ash, because we've got about three or four minutes before um, you've got to jump out. I'm sure you've got lots to do tonight on a Thursday night. The BBL starts tonight, of course. Oh, there you, you go. Listen to it on the SEN app um, or SEN on radio. Um, the ICC media deal fascinates me. And the way that the and and you've been sitting in that seat all year talking to Jared and Kane about the way the media is portrayed and the whole landscape and how fragmented the media is now. What have you made of the announcement that the next ODI World Cup will be only viewed on Amazon in Australia? Well, you, you, cricket's your account rather than mine, Tom. But I'll put to you that as a casual cricket fan, which I am, the only one-day matches that, that count to me are ICC-sanctioned events. Absolutely. I would think everything else, even if you go in England and you're playing five one-dayers after the Agreed. Ashes, don't care because really, essentially they're exhibition games. Yep. So, the, so I think it's a really big deal um, that this has happened. It's the way the future was streaming. Um, so, well done to the ICC. I'm fascinated to see whether they sell some back to a free-to-air broadcaster. Mm. But, but why would you? If you Amazon, this is a play to get more subscribers to Amazon. So why would you do it? And people say that there's anti-siphoning laws. There is, but it doesn't exist for no. games outside of Australia. Anti-siphoning laws are way behind. Anti-siphoning laws are five years, three to five years behind what how we're consuming sport these days. The government can never quite keep up. I, you go to watch sport now, and if you're a casual observer, as you say you are about cricket, you can watch the tennis on Stan. You can watch the cricket coming up on um, on on Amazon. There's um, there's sport on free to air. There's sport on Fox and Ko. It is so clustered. It's so and, and I get that you need to pay to watch sport, but it's complex for a lot of people. And I I speak to my granddad. He doesn't know what what what, yeah. what sporting channels he wants to watch sport on. You used to be able to sit down and just click on the TV, go ABC. Um, SBS, 7, 9, 10, yeah. couple of Fox Sports channels, and you'd find it. You can't do that now. No, a lot of premium sport you've got to really search to find online. I mean, what it does for Fox Cricket is fascinating as well, who who run a lot of cricket, but some of the choice events now Fox don't have. The same as being with the Premier League. They've, they've dropped soccer entirely. Fox. That's, hurt, that's hurt the A-League, I reckon. I, I don't watch A-League anymore. No. Because I, I've got enough screen, streaming subscriptions. Paramount is... Beyond is one too many for me. Yep. So I hardly watch any A League anymore. Let's take a call on the footy record. Justin, um, what do you have to say about the footy record in 2024? What do you hope it looks like next year? Uh, I, I just wanted to know if uh, you can buy it by mail order. You can buy the subscription uh, by mail order. Visit aflrecord.com.au. We're straightening that out this year. We're going to streamline the website and make it really easy to, to subscribe to your club or whichever game you want. Ash, have you thought about selling the AFL record at train stations? Thanks for your call, Justin. I think there's some rights, but it's uh, it's it's a good idea. We'd like to extend the, the selling as far as we can, but I'm, you've got to have special... Once you cross Brunton Avenue, for example, I think there's certain things we can't do, but we'd, we'd like to. Is it possible in 2024, the way the media is set up, to break a story in the footy record, do you think? Uh, I'd like to. Yeah. Uh, it's probably possible. If you've got the, the right story and the right relationships with people, we could hold it uh, and then sort of work with SEN, our, you know, uh, with you guys, Tom, to, yeah. and others to do it. So we'll, we'll do our best. I'd love to. There's a great game on Fox right now, the 1984 no. uh, grand final from Daryl in Ballarat.
Well, it's 40 years since the 84 Grand Final, so that might actually get a run in the Grand Final edition. That's too good. And as much as I... It's the worst game... My worst ever day of the football. Uh, it's a brilliant story, the 84 Grand <laughs> why, Final. Why, why worst day of the footy? Surely you've had worse days than that. Because my car broke down on Nepean Highway afterwards, Mom, just to cap a <laughs> well, I want a, I want a first-person article on that. Oh, <laughs> I want well, an article on your worst day at the footy. That would be interesting. That would be. There's a lot of things we could do. And, for, you know, worst days, best days of the footy. What was your worst day of the footy, Coons? Oh, my God. There's been so many. <laughs> <laughs> there's been so many. So, uh, injuries, uh, losing the 09 prelim was probably the worst. Maybe that's something we can touch on uh, next week. Ash, really appreciate, appreciate your time and good luck next year. Thanks, thanks for your support, Tom. See you, Coons. Thanks, More Ash. sports day after this.